0: all you mutant goons from beyond it's that time again for an all-new episode of slashers podcast yeah if you don't know who this disembodied head is this is doug i'm back on here after a long hiatus but that's okay we've been filming a movie and all the slashers pod goons are in there everyone's got a part basically it's slave labor and uh yeah so october 12th is when it comes out that's trash juice but anyway i'm back on here with uh, a, a, a movie that I really absolutely love. But before I introduce this movie and blow my load uh, with, with, with a horse tongue, uh, let's introduce our Slashers hosts here. Who do we got today? So, uh, Aid, give us your little introduction here. I'm picking on you today.
1: Hi, my mutant goons. So this is going to be a fun episode because we had to reschedule this episode like 50,000 times. So let's just say that the month of September, it was a complete wash as far as <laughs> episodes goes but i'm really excited to have doug on there and uh, excited for trash juice because we all get to be on it and we get to be together to see it yay
2: yay
0: <laughs> yeah and who do we have down in the corner here now for you video viewers on youtube we're sitting in a classroom because there's a corporal punishment here so uh uh who do we have down in the corner in the detention center
2: well, we got jason on here tonight too and uh it's been pretty difficult to schedule things here recently as adrian knows now, how many times we have to schedule that pray episode and then everybody had to drop out several times
1: oh my god and this is why you guys wonder why i always have micah on standby i'm like you're just gonna be on call because i know you're not doing anything we're calling you up on the bench <laughs> on the bench yeah i know but i'm, I'm glad that we're in the little classroom because this is fitting for our back to school theme this month
0: yeah, I'm a little ashamed I couldn't have my background in here. It was uh, uh, the the Mary Lou Possessed Girl uh, fingering the horse tongue mouth. So.
2: <laughs> I just had the old lady from Curtains.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, what movie are we doing, boys, if you want to introduce it?
0: Ooh, well, this is a two-title name. So, Jason, you do the first part, and I'll do the second part. This is Prom Night 2. Hello, Mary Lou. I love that. Yeah, a sequel that has nothing to do with the first movie at all and, and in it's, uh, its its name alone. In fact, this was supposed to be like The Haunting of Hamilton High originally, but <laughs> but uh, which would make more sense, honestly. But, you know, Hello, Mary Lou Prom Night 2, it goes a lot better. I think doing this uh, kind of brought people back to the original prom night. Um I yeah. gotta say,
2: I'm not a big fan of the original Prom Night. Honestly, I think it kind of sucks. You know? It's like the generic slasher of the 80s. Like It is just like 100%. It's like the most generic of that first wave of slashers to me.
0: Yeah, well, see, I have this DVD of Prom Night here, and I actually got it signed by the director here. He did a screening right before the pandemic of this one here. And the thing is, I, I was kind of, I'm like, yeah, it's just like middle of the road. But what I love about it the most, and I got it signed too, was the Prom Night soundtrack because it's like in the wrong uh, era. I'm like, when I first watched this movie, I'm like, what the fuck? Is this like a 70s movie with the disco music? <laughs> no, this is the 80s.
2: I remember I had that DVD too, but I, the transfer on the one that I had was just dog shit. It was, I mean, VHS tapes looked better than, than the Prom Night DVD that I had. I don't know if that was the same transfer or if it was just like the original was like just a paint and scan trash. It was really bad.
0: Yeah, mine's Echo Bridge Entertainment. It looks like it was like sp- shot through like a dog, chewed it up, spit it out, it came out of the shit, and they scanned that, and that was the print of that Echo Bridge TV. Yeah, DVD. it just
2: looked really bad. I don't know. I'm sure there's a Blu-ray of it somewhere. Like Shout Factory is probably put out at some point. But the uh, the DVD version I had of the original Prom Night was just bad. It was really bad.
1: Well, the, it never transferred. So I, I do enjoy the original Prom Night. I do like that movie. Uh, I do like the fact that Jamie Lee Curtis is dancing disco. How fun is that? <laughs> However, the first time I'd ever seen it, I was a kid, and it was on... TV and it was just too dark, and I think the bulb in our tube TV back in the day was going out. Like you know, the regular because we had a big TV, but it was like a you know, remember the big box TV? Yeah, that, yeah. A tube, t- whatever. The ones called? that they, they also
2: doubled as a uh, like a, you could put your hearth where you put family photos on there. And
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was basically a coffee
0: table.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. We used to
1: have that the wood around it yeah. <laughs> yeah we had one of those we had one
2: of those we would put coffee tables and family pictures on there yeah exactly I know exactly what it, you're talking
0: about it was a piece of furniture yeah,
1: it was it was like you could put your feet on it if it was lower so anyway I remember seeing it but I could never see what was going on in the movie so I never really watched it again until I was older and I could see what was happening and I'm like I actually really liked this movie so when I saw Mary Lou by the way, I love her. Like <laughs> Mary Lou is my bitch. I love oh, her. Oh, she's
0: very progressive <laughs> for the time. In the nineteen fifties too? well we'll go into that, but damn, she's a she's a goddess.
1: Yeah, I mean like I look up to her, so like everything she does I'm not mad at. Like I'm not mad about it. So uh, but I think that and I and I remember listening to horror queers when they did this years ago, something to the effect of they you know, wanted to use the prom night name to, you know, as Jake would say, metadata, right? We're, metadata is already there for this. And it, the quippy little title is so fun. Like, come on, prom night two, hello, Mary Lou, hello, hey girl, hey, as Mikey would say. So, you know, I, I think that the second one it has so much more charm to it. There's more action.
2: It's a lot more entertaining for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely, and this one just screams 80s. The funny story with this, I was in the military, like, I was at uh, AIT, so that's after boot camp, and uh, we had what we called the PX, and uh, I remember this was before, like, streaming, really, and uh, I had a laptop with a DVD drive, and at the PX, they had movies like Boarding House, uh, right next to, like, the new release one, so I bought on DVD, like, the the Last House on the Left uh, remake, and then they had this movie, Prom Night 2, and I'm like, oh, it's five bucks. I've never seen it before. It's a sequel to Prom Night. I like the first Prom Night and I watched this and I'm like holy shit I had I had an epiphany in fact I I watched it with my uh my bunk mates and stuff we used to watch this over and over again but what's crazy is when I was a kid and uh, this was like maybe when I was like 5 or 6 on the Spanish channel on TV in Ohio they had this movie playing and I had no idea what it was it was on the part where the girls like uh um, it, I almost, I, I thought it was like a Spanish ripoff of, uh, Evil Dead 2 at first. Cause I only seen bits and pieces of it where the girl's like on the wagon or the, the piece getting about to get her head chopped off on the paper shredder and all this crazy stuff's going on. So I thought it was like, Oh, this is like Mexican Evil Dead 2. I don't know what this movie is. <laughs> so for years it just went past me and went past me. I never knew the name of the movie. And then when I watched this, that scene came up. and I'm like, Holy shit. It was like when the guy eats the food in Ratatouille and <laughs> it's like that, yeah. that, that long flashback.
2: I don't remember the first time I saw this movie. I I mean, I'm sure I saw it sometime when I was in high school or whatever, but I know the one time I watched it again recently was when uh, Joe Bob showed it on um, Last Drive-In a couple years back. And that was the first time I remember seeing it in a long time. And I was like, this movie is actually really good. And then I went and watched the sequels. Have you guys seen the sequels?
0: Yeah, Prom Night 3 is great. I love Prom Night
2: 3. Prom Night 3 feels like an episode of uh, Freddy's Nightmares you know it's just like super cheesy and campy and everybody just dies and it's a huge joke when everybody dies <laughs> and,
1: uh, of course duck, duck just pulls it up out of the woodwork oh. here it is y'all. oh yeah i
0: do i pull out my uh, research here it's just a way to show it off i'm like yeah, it's just collecting dust i better use it for something here but yeah i got Prime night three and four here but i don't remember i watched four twice i don't remember
2: i watched it last week as to kind of prepare for this it's it's pretty it's also, it's got nothing to do with Mary Lou. It's just high school kids going to a house that was previously a monastery, and then a, a crazy monk goes and he tries to, to kill them after prom.
1: Oh, yeah, after prom, right? Yeah, I think yeah. Micah was telling me about that one. And I think, was I reading that the kid, the computer nerd from this one, isn't he in part four?
0: I think so, yeah. I think he's one of the... I think he's the, in um, all of them, yeah. He's like the yeah. son of the producer or something.
2: I did see... This movie called The Club, which was released as Prom Night Five in Japan. It came out in ninety four. It had Kim Coates in it. Have you ever seen that movie? It also takes place at prom. It's a pretty weird, strange movie. So Uh, if anybody like it's caught in purgatory after prom, and they all have to like kill each other or kill or kill themselves to get out of it, it's really strange.
0: That sounds better than my prom, but you know,
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah. I am sure it's better than everybody's prom. Let's, let's be real. you like, remember that
2: corn video where uh, Aaron Paul walks in and throws up on all of his prom uh, the the prom goers. <laughs> Y'all remember that when he goes up with like a hooker and he like throws up on
0: everybody? Oh my god! Yes. Well, yeah, all I remember.
1: That's like the best part.
0: <laughs> all I remember from my prom is getting really pissed off because you know you can order like there's like chicken, fish, steak. I ordered the steak and they got my name mixed up there because there was another Doug in my school and and I got the fucking fish. I'm like, sorry, the orders. No, I have placed. I'm like, you gotta be fucking
1: well, kidding me. The fish is better for you, Doug. So, I, in hindsight, that was probably a good thing.
2: Adrian, do you have to go to high school prom every year?
1: Yeah. Well, a
0: chaperone, right? <sighs> yeah. Do you have to chaperone? Yeah, I, I prom? don't.
1: I don't have to. I did when I was in SGA. I did, okay. which was, you know, sure. you know, it was funny because one year, like, I came in and I, I had to get ready in the in the venue's bathroom because I was setting up all day, and I come out and. One of my kids, bless his heart, I had him, like, every year. Love this kid. He looks at me goes, oh, Miss S, you look so lovely, and just walks away. And I'm like, what?
2: (laughs) I'm about to graduate. I only hit on Miss S real hard. (laughs) Miss S.
1: I was like, oh, my God. So I knew I was like, I got to stop coming to prom because these kids are getting too much. And I'm fucking old. Like, I'm not even, like, there's, like, 20-year-old teachers running around. Go hit on them. Like, what are they, like, looking at me for? Uh, they trying like, to shoot yeah. their shot.
0: Yeah, yeah someone's <laughs> like, are you drunk or are any uh, narcoleptic drugs? So.
1: Oh, my God. Did you well, catch well, all the kids drinking? are medicated. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. One of the girls that year actually drove her car off and crashed into one of the uh, venue trucks <laughs> on her way out because she was drunk as shit, and it was a rental car. Yeah, that was fun.
0: What well, <laughs> She lo- she lived, right?
1: Well, she lived. She was fine. Uh, but, you know, she started crying, and then she had to play the sympathy card. The ambulance came and took her away, so, she, you know, she wouldn't get in trouble. Oh,
0: uh, <laughs> I was, was like, going to say, oh, you're never going <laughs> to believe it. A tree came out in the street
1: and hit me.
2: I'm not going to be able to go to University of South Florida anymore now.
1: Gosh. Oh, my God. And, you know, and that's the thing, too. I was pissed about that because I was like, you know what? They should make it do nothing out of that. But I'm like, I don't want to fucking be here all night. I need to vacuum all this shit up. And get the fuck out of this guy. Like, that's the worst. Chaperoning prom is the worst. They would always uh,
2: yeah, they would always park a totaled vehicle in front of our school the week of prom. And we were like, hey, this is what happens when you drink and drive. Just to guilt trip everybody into it. It was like a just oh, a yeah. completely trash car that they were parking in front of the high
0: school.
1: Do you remember they used to make us, like, sign, Doc, I don't know if they did that. They had to have done this at your school, Doc, because you were at, like, a Catholic school, right?
0: I was, yeah. They had chaperones to go in the bathroom. Like, we got to make sure nobody in here is
1: fucking. <laughs> But, like, we, they made us sign, like, a like an oath.
2: Yeah, I had to sign, yeah, we had to sign that, too. We weren't even supposed to smoke on ours. We had, to like, you will not smoke cigarettes? And I was like, okay, yeah, I mean, I'm going to smoke cigarettes. I'm 18,
0: but, yeah, I, I won't smoke, I promise. Uh, well, over-the-pants hand jobs didn't count, so that was something.
1: But, uh, you know, so it's nice to, I'm glad that we got into... A little bit of our prom memories. That's
0: fun. Yeah, it's, it's this classroom. It's doing something to us. Maybe it's the smell of all the, the chalk dust smoke like you get in this movie here. So.
2: I feel like I'm Ernest Goes to School. Remember that one?
0: Oh, I loved Ernest Goes to School. That's the one where he eats the pen and it squirts all over his seat. No, that's, that's Ernest Goes that's, to Jail. That's Ernest Goes
2: to Jail. ernest I, don't, I think it's like Ernest returns to school or something. Yeah, I remember that one. He was a plumber. You know, all the pipes explode on him.
0: Yeah, see, that that's classic Ernest. But, you know, oh, yeah. So... <laughs> yeah so so yeah prom night two i'm glad we got into our memories here because i'm sure we all like well aid i think you said you were mary lou like back in your school but did anyone else have like a, a girl or like someone that just acted like mary lou back in high school because i feel like we all did like someone that was just like the quick credited self-proclaimed slut so <laughs> like the one that's like i'm a slut and i'm proud of it and you could call me whatever you want and the world can know i'm sure that went
2: over willy will Wheel in catholic school to
0: <laughs> uh, well, you know, my mom's pissed at me still. She's like, I can't believe you do the stuff you do. I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm grateful. I'm grateful you sent me to Catholic school because it made me resent religion as much as I can. I used to be like a C grade uh, student in religion classes because it was basically my debating class. I would debate everything. Like I had a teacher that's like, you know, if you get an abortion, uh, then the the baby goes to hell and you're going to burn too. And I said, really? really? Like it was just, literally religion class was debate. And I just... <sighs> so, and that's why I joined the military, was to get out of Ohio as quick as possible.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing, too, because it's like, you know, you deal, and, and and see, this is why I don't do this. Like, everyone thinks that schools indoctrinate the children, right? But it's not, and they think it's all the liberals indoctrinating the No, it's
0: these Christian like conservative it. assholes. I mean, that's from my experience. Yeah. So...
1: No, you're, but you're absolutely right. All of these crazy religious fanatics and then, you know, eight our, our school, the ROTC people, like they, they, they basically, like this kid wrote a, uh, a paragraph the other day talking about how he is so sick of people not following the Constitution because there's people like Hunter Biden in this country. And I'm like, you don't even know who the fuck Hunter Biden is. Like who, t- who said that to you? Oh, yeah, that's right. The ROTC recruiter people, like, you know. It's like, it, it's, it's so stupid. Like, just sit your ass down and fucking learn. Like, I'm not sitting here telling you to be gay. I'm not sitting here telling you that it's, you know, get an abortion. Like, I'm not over here, like, telling you to, to be a horrible human being. I just want you to learn how to use a semicolon correctly. Yeah. It's like, that's so much to ask.
2: But you do know where Hunter Biden's laptop is, though, like, don't you, Ade?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I actually got it in my room. It's, you know, sitting with all of the other broken laptops that the kids throw around that you play kickball with, and they're just getting across the, the football field. Like, it's ridiculous. We give the kids all of these resources, and they just, like, totally stomp on them. I can't imagine what Mary Lou would have done she had to have been responsible for a laptop.
2: Only fans as soon as she turned 18.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, I mean, Hunter Biden, word is Hunter Biden went to a Best Buy geek squad and said, hey, can you clean this laptop and get the cum out of the keyboards? Uh, That (laughs) would be a good (laughs) thing.
1: The keys are a little sticky. (laughs) Yeah, sticky keys puts it into real life oh my god anyway so 1987 this came out october of 1987 and we were talking about this earlier and i was like okay let me just pull up really quick um all of its competition and excitingly enough we have slumber party massacre part two came out during uh october of 87 And, which I think is probably the biggest name in October. Scooby-Doo Meets the Boo Brothers came out. Oh, my God.
0: I remember that (laughs) serial.
1: I mean, there's really not a whole lot of horror that came out, which I'm surprised because 87 was a pretty good year. Funland. My my Friend is a Vampire. I mean, that's all I really see from that. But if you look at the rest of the year, we've got Near Dark was October 2nd. Creepazoids. Zombie High the lost boys came out uh the rest of the year which is you know obviously my favorite horror movie uh, hellraiser the gate monster squad video dead creep show 2 doug's you know doug's little fanning his nuts over that one uh <laughs> a nightmare on elm street 3 uh dream warriors which i think of all the sequels in that series is Besides part four, part three is is my 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 favorite. Part
2: three know, is my favorite right. in the. I like it better than the original. Part three is my favorite in the entire series.
1: Yeah, you know it. It's a, It's very. It's like this one. So it's like you know it takes what it is and it kind of turns it on its head, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Evil Dead Two came out that year, which you know Jake and I hate, but the rest of everything... <laughs> oh,
2: knows. I love that movie. Love Evil Dead Two.
1: Just I don't. I don't like it as much as the first one.
0: Well, here here's for you when you come out here um, to California when you see Trash Juice. Uh, there's a whole segment basically homaging uh, the hand from Evil Dead too. So you'll you'll with uh, the squirrel. So.
1: Oh yeah! Oh the squirrel. Well yes, I I caught that when I saw that that clip. So oh, Doug, Silent Night Deadly Night came out that year. Jaws: The Revenge. You like you like Silent Night Deadly? Oh, Night I love too, all right? of them. Yeah,
0: Silent Deadly Two is my favorite one.
1: Yeah, I know. Part two, as Doug would say,
0: garbage um, day.
1: <laughs> well, you don't even have to watch
0: the first movie. Just watch part two. You get both of them.
1: Well, yeah. It, like, plays the whole fucking first movie. Why would you watch part one after, you know, after that? Like, you don't even need to waste your time on that.
0: And
2: that guy's um, glorious overacting the entire time he's getting, um, um, they're at talking to, the police are talking to him. He's like, I was born in
0: 1974.
2: And I was, ugh.
0: Well, I mean, that's what made me play the Beautiful Joe games for the PS2 because that's the guy who does the voice for Beautiful Joe. So... Oh wow! I didn't know that. If you remember those PS2 games, yeah.
1: That's cool. Look at that! Oh, Howling, Howling Three, everybody's favorite. Is that the marsupial one? Oh yeah, yes. the marsupial, which is my favorite <laughs> one. <laughs> that was a hot fucking mess.
2: That is a bug nut crazy movie. <laughs>
0: yeah, but what other like if it's not like an '80s porno or anything with so much hair down there? I mean, where what other movie can you find like a it, that movie's PG-13? But you get a hairy pocket pussy. No, it's not a pocket pussy. It's a fupa it's her it's little her pouch
1: pg-13 yeah that okay. movie's pg-13 oh, it is. oh my god and then she put the little baby back in her fupa i'm like girl you better shave that like i couldn't even it was
0: all I wet and even. slimy even on dvd like everyone looked gross and soupy in that movie yeah so.
1: why were they all sweating all this? time because they're
0: Australians. <laughs> i was about
2: to say they're in australia this
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i i go that sex didn't look that fun why are you so sweaty <laughs> okay I mean, 87 was a good year. I feel like it was a good year. Oh, The Witches of Eastwick.
0: Yeah. See, yeah, 87. Um, anytime I think of a, like, like solid, warm, like, I think 87 is, like, the biggest year for all that, surprisingly.
1: Especially in terms of sequels, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I, and this is, like, I feel like at this point, like, capitalizing after, like, the success of Silent Night, Deadly, Deadly Night, Evil Dead... And then we have creep show so like and the Howling sequels so clearly somebody was out there like saying oh okay horror's making money and 80s most people would argue not me but many people would argue that the 80s was the best time in like for horror slashers and horror in general
0: yeah well funny thing is 87 was like, i think the reason like it's so memorable now because 87 was like the last year before the MPAA really, like, kicked down. Because everything after 87, 88, 89, everything's so censored and cut. Like, like look at, uh, like, I mean, the perfect example is, like, the Friday the 13th movies. Like, 7 and 8, like, once those came out, like they just got butchered in every movie after that, too.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Because they were a little, like, toned, watered down.
0: Yeah, they're like, okay, okay. Every Some little old lady sitting there like, okay, everyone's having too much fun watching this. So we need to crack the whip, cut everything out
2: triple decapitation we can't have that in friday the 13th part six
1: yeah and you know what's interesting is that we kind of go through that same wave in like the late 90s probably early 2000s maybe right before torture porn because when columbine happened a lot of those horror movies at that time had to tone it down right like tone down the violence So,
2: *Key* would scream three. Apparently, the head just like completely ruined that one. Completely
1: butchered it. Yeah. So I feel like that's just gonna be in waves, and it'll probably end up happening again soon, right? Because, you know, we've got the Karens of the world taking over. My uterus is no longer safe. So, (laughs) (laughs) when will my horror movies be censored again? Who knows.
0: Yeah, well, now it's all the QAnon people freaking out about stuff. What? You can't say this. You just. No, what's the word I see on? Uh, I don't have Twitter, but I see people always saying, like, the big word is fuck. I can't think of the name of it. But uh, in it's indoctrination, but they always say, oh, everything's woke. Isn't that what they say? Everything's woke.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, DeSantis had, like, a whole, like, fucking fit with the wokeness. And I'm like, why do you keep. Nobody says woke. Like. Shut the fuck up. Like, you're saying it because you're trying to, like, oh, I can't even. We can't make this a political spar. Back to Prom Night 2. Yeah, back to
0: Prom Night 2. Okay, well, I guess we can go into, like, the uh, the starting motion of this here. But basically, erase everything you loved about Prom Night because this one starts off at Hamilton High School in uh, the 1950s. And if you don't know it's the 1950s, then everyone talks uh, see you later, alligator. Yeah, crocodile, you know. But uh, we get the wonderful... Like, honestly, I was blown away from the opening scene of this movie when it's at the church confessional. So, and the priest is in there. It's like, What can you come today and uh, confess my child? And it's Mary Lou. And she's confessing that she had sex with many, many boys. And uh, she she did a lot of uh, other things, too. And the priest says, My child, that is uh, great sins that you've committed. And she says... Ooh, and I've loved every minute of it. She has a little lipstick. She writes down in the confessional It says, for a good time, call Mary Lou.
2: (laughs) Which I read that the number she wrote down was like the director's number and nobody ever called it.
0: Oh, good. Good for her. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I mean, hey, Mary Lou, but like at this time, like you didn't really get characters like that. Like honestly, like that's like the bad girl, like the ones that would die first in a movie. Because, you know, because like look at the Friday the 13th movies, like, for example, like it's like, oh, if you have sex, then you're going to get killed by the by the presence or the killer. But this one, well,
2: Doug, she does die first in the movie.
0: She does die first, but uh, she is the main killer, like the, the main villain of this movie, which is so great, because I feel like after watching this movie again, and I'll cut back and forth in between it. But I feel like this movie is way ahead of its time. And I say that because I think it's very existential, in its delivery, like for example, Mary Lou comes later and she's like, she's like, there is no heaven and hell, and I'm just in just purgatory. I'm a I'm a tortured spirit because her her she basically gets uh she's dating Michael Ironside, uh very young <laughs> Michael Ironside.
2: He looked actually pretty accurate to what Michael Ironside looked like, you know. Yeah, that, yeah. The the younger actor they got to play him,
0: which is a shame. I w- yeah. I, I wish they would have just put a wig on him. To be honest.
2: You just have Michael Ironside oh
0: play an eighteen-year-old, <laughs> which is surprising because you know Michael Ironside. I always mentioned it on the last few episodes, but uh, uh, Michael Ironside is probably one of the, my favorite like character actors because he's a, he's scary no matter what he does. And in this movie, he's playing like the love in, like the the he. Uh, no, he's not good because he he killed uh, he set Mary Lou Maloney on fire with a stink bomb. And uh, you want to elaborate on on why he uh, he sets her up on fire with a stink bomb, Jason?
2: Well, he, uh, walked in on her hooking up with somebody else, and he was also mad because I've been dating you for a whole year, we never even gotten that far.
1: Yeah, because he was, like, such a, like, ugh, like, I wouldn't do him either, like, the other guy was more fun, right? Yeah,
0: so. yeah well, he was like, he's like <laughs> oh, he, he has good money and he treats me right, so, I mean, that's, well, that's kind of, he's like kind of like an incel then. Uh. Yeah, I don't know, but, uh, I mean, well, that's maybe why Michael Ironside is the way he is in all his future and past movies, he's a killer creep. But anyway, yeah, so he she hooks up with this guy and she's like, it's not who you uh, it's not who you come with. It's who you go home with. So, <laughs> so Mar-
1: Oh, that wasn't meant to be dirty, was it? Yeah, well,
0: <laughs> it, it probably can. Mary Lou Maloney probably like said that. Uh, you know, I, I remember, too, when I was rewatching this again, I'm like, I could have sworn there was a scene where she was talking and she had like sperm falling out of her mouth. But that was that's a different movie. Like, like, <laughs> like that. Uh, <laughs> you kind of get that scene a little
2: bit later with uh, when they're uh, fixing the the prom queen.
0: Yeah, yeah. I knew there was sperm in a mouth. So, yeah. So, so yeah. Basically, and then we cut. Uh, so after they, uh, Michael Ironside accidentally, air quote, accidentally sets her on fire. Um, she basically looks up. Her, her suit is flammable, like jelly. Like like she just doused gasoline, and that was the uh, attire for the 1950s prom. It's like who could be the most flammable? Uh, Mary Lou Maloney wins. And, uh, yeah, so she ends up getting burnt to a crisp. Uh, She doesn't get her crown, which comes up uh, later in the film. And, uh, yeah, so we cut back to uh, current times. And Michael Ironside, of all fucking things, I'm like, if you're going to – I don't know what happened with the crime scene there, but nothing was investigated, and you become the principal of that school that you set the girl on fire with.
1: (laughs) I know. That that was interesting because I feel like – why would he even want to go back there? Like – basically killed somebody like you don't even he care i think he cared and i think he still had unrequited love for her and i I guess we'll get to that later but
0: yeah but i guess it's 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 weird um i felt it's like he was so nervous about being caught that he's like maybe if i just become the principal of the school i can like control things and make sure no one does any further investigations if we were to pop up
1: well i i almost took it as that he didn't do anything with his life and so he was just like stuck in that town because he was so like consumed by the school and consumed by mary lou and just maybe i'm looking too deeply into a movie that doesn't need that but (laughs) i mean michael ironside is in it and i feel as if i mean why did they get i mean was he really big back then like the way we know him now no
2: no it's been like post like scanners and stuff but i mean he'd been i mean the dude got work in the 80s for real like he was always in a whole bunch of stuff especially a horror movie and sci-fi movies yeah, he, there's a lot of Corman really, movies he was into, but I could be wrong about that.
0: He was like a working actor. Like, everyone could recognize his face, but no one could really. Like, like I know nowadays we say, oh, it's Michael Ironside. But back then, I'm sure it's just he was just like a a regular, you know, that would just take work.
2: He was a that guy because you didn't have your phone. I was like, oh,
0: I recognize that guy. What's that guy's name? You know, yeah, that's, he, that's Michael yeah. Ironside. <laughs> he was even a scary, abusive asshole in uh, Major Pain, if you remember that. <laughs> oh, I forgot about he was a Major he Pain. Was the, he was the, the abusive dad, yeah. so.
1: So he's like the le- less attractive version of Kevin Bacon just in all these movies for no reason.
0: Basically, okay. yeah.
1: <laughs> So, I mean, I, I don't know. I think that it was – I thought that was really interesting to bring that back because I think that that's how they could tie it all together. Like, oh, he's the principal. Because, you know, remember when she is sort of starting to get possessed and he walks by and she calls him Billy and, like, it sort of takes over.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm just curious. It's just curious to me why she would care enough to seduce him again, knowing that he lit her on fire.
0: She's, uh, I think she said, like, she's trapped or whatever. She just needs to get revenge on this guy. She's like, you're the one that killed me, and you stuck my fucking suit in a chest in the school basement? What the fuck?
2: Yeah, it was pretty hilarious there at the end, where it's like, I've got it. I've got the uh, the crown you always wanted, and it was this cheap piece of class. It was like, I just went to, like, Spirit of Halloween, you can get, like, a 100 of for 20 bucks.
0: Yeah, she's like, <laughs> my jewels! <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was kind of like a genie thing. I'm like, is is her prom crown crown her, uh, her genie bottle? I don't get it. But, uh, so we're introduced to some characters here. We're introduced to uh, Vicky... And uh, Craig, and Craig is the uh, son of Michael Ironside. And a fun little fact for you, Craig, I I, I was watching him, like, he looks familiar. He's the fucking, he's the lawyer from Saw 4. He's the one, uh, he's like, like, don't open the door, all we have to do is is wait a few minutes and and we'll survive this. But yeah, he was, uh, yeah, was he a douchebag lawyer? I don't remember.
2: I don't think I ever saw that, to be honest with you. I forgot, at a certain point, I just kind of tapped out on the Saw movies. I mean, I know I've seen the first three, and I've probably seen like a couple here and there, but I, just, I was never a big Saw movie fan.
0: Three through six are the best, I think.
1: I yeah, uh, three and four take place at the same time, so oh, you have okay. to. And those, quite frankly, those two are my favorite oh, of okay. the whole franchise. Yeah, so I, I, you don't even have to watch the rest of them. Like, just watch three and four and live your best life. If yeah. you want. <laughs> Although, when you see poor poor Luke Gilmore or from Gilmore Girls, I do and he remember gets he was crushed, in there. Yeah. And his uh, that bone comes out of his arm. And I'm like,
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. So that was that. That's my experience. Going
2: back to my diner real quick. <laughs> yell it, yell oh, yeah. at, yell at Lorelai and Rory for not doing all of them to do. Oh, I've got this well, other kid. No. <laughs> I've got this little kid that I didn't know about.
1: Oh, but that's funny because I told you guys. I'm like when he was filming the Saw movies because he he has a very, very receding hairline and so you knew when he was filming saw and gilmore girls because they put this like horrible hairpiece on him but you know and saw they had that terrible like blue filter so you can't really tell
2: yeah
1: but you know and gilmore girls it was like shining right on his head they're like why does luke have a blonde wig on i just <laughs> always imagine him
2: wearing a hat from gilmore girls i didn't really i don't even remember him like not wearing a hat most of the time or when <laughs> I mean, he's like, r- maybe <laughs> ripping it off when he's mad at uh lorelai
1: I guess they wouldn't let him wear the hat with the hairpiece because they didn't want to ruin it for I, I don't know for soft purposes <laughs> it's terrible. Anyways, I'm sorry. Continue. Oh I yeah. Totally cut you off. No,
0: no. It goes <laughs> back into the whole lore of Saga. and maybe we'll get to those eventually. But yeah, so basically, uh, Craig and Vicky are uh, are hooking up. It, this movie's such a fucking mashup because it feels like almost like Carrie meets The Exorcist, uh, meets like a possession movie. Uh, certainly, Nightmare
2: on Elm Street. is Nightmare on Elm Street as,
1: well. Elm Street as well. There's yeah. homage to all of it, yeah. And I was counting. I'm like, okay, we've got Carrie, we've got, we've got Halloween, we've got Nightmare on Elm Street. We've, I mean, like literally, we've got Friday the Thirteenth. We have all of these callbacks. So I was wondering if this was supposed to be a spoof, and they just didn't really know what to do.
0: I feel like that, but I feel like Prom Night three was the one that they were like, okay, we're gonna go full blown spoof comedy. Yeah, like, that one's
2: ridiculous, Yeah, like that one goes way over the top. <laughs>
0: it's like a death with ice cream in the eyes, I remember, or an ice cream yeah. scoop or something. I don't remember,
2: but... She throws a football that's got a huge giant drill on it, and then kills one of the guys in the face. Yeah. And then she buries him on the football field. It's like, okay, sure, this, this is what we're doing now.
0: <laughs> well, she's... It's kind of weird, because in the third one, she's like this manipulative uh, rapist to this guy. She's like, okay. she's like, okay, but you can have my body. You just gotta kill this guy real quick. So...
2: I also love it's like it's so clearly a Canadian movie, but they're trying to be American so hard in these things. Oh, like They yeah. have like American flags everywhere, and it's just really funny. I always like black. Uh, I know Black Christmas is the same way because they got American flags everywhere. I
0: was like, just
1: be Canadian.
0: Well, a lot of <laughs> denim in Prom Night Three. A lot of denim. So,
1: a lot of denim in yeah. Black Christmas. Now that I think about it. Yeah. And they all are clearly Canadian the way they speak. Like I've been taking oh, yeah. out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh no, we're not, we're not Canadian. We're just northern, uh, northern Ohio or, or, or northern Washington. So, you want to
2: go to the, you want to go to the prom tomorrow? That'll be a lot of fun, eh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah. So, so the reason I brought up the whole homage and why I feel like this is, such, I'm starting to sound like Gavin Newsom. Uh, but uh, yeah, so so Vicky, she goes to her home, and uh, her home, it, it, her mom is like this ultra religious. I don't even know what the fuck she is because uh, she goes there because it doesn't really lead to anything the dad's like a cuck he's sitting there like oh yes i you, you 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 maybe you do need a new prom dress maybe and the wife's like not in my house did you pray to the lord jesus before you walked through that door uh, what does she always call her a harlot so and it was
2: pretty hilarious though when he's like I'll, I'll give you a check for a new for a new dress and she's like i have co-signed those checks or do you forget i was like good lord you were awful like,
1: i know i didn't really realize that you needed co-signers for checks but you know this is the 80s so probably right yeah I mean, one of the kids asked me what a charge card was the other day and i'm like nobody ever says that like what are you where did you, did you get watch that clueless
2: last run? night or something what's going yeah, charge.
1: on charge I- card. Well, they're doing a budgeting project, so I'm sure there's something they Googled. And I'm like, I don't even know what the hell a charge card is. Yeah, well,
0: well, yeah maybe something like, okay, <laughs> you have your pagers set to always on and, and pull out your charge card. And then they'll have the old Macy's. Remember when Macy's used to have those credit card machines that would go.
2: Oh, God. You swipe them back and forth.
1: I'm like doing this. I'm like, I think it's that thing that does this. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, oh, exactly. All at me, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I don't think you do. <laughs> okay. We only
2: accept travelers' checks here at uh, Macy's.
0: <laughs> well, I remember younger; it's like American Express. Fuck that. So, I don't. I don't think American Express is a problem anymore. But yeah, that, that's how her mom. Is she probably her? Her house is all like kind of. It looks like a dollhouse. And and for for Vicky's home being like uh you know the the way it is, she's a good student. But her her bedroom looks like a fucking four year old girl's room. She has doll houses and, and that creepy rocking horse doll that we'll get to later
2: dude i've never been in anybody's room that has like a giant rocking horse let alone a unicorn in their room that's just like so weird to me and of course the the, the, the unicorn was super creepy later in the movie but
1: <laughs> yeah i think it well obviously that was there i think for the effect later but also too i you notice that the same kind of like innocent type girl room is prevalent in a lot of these 80s films like even Nancy's room uh, the chick's room from Slumber Party Massacre like they make these girls into these like, virg- like these little virgin like oh I'm still sweet I have my stuffed animals and I have my cute little nightgowns on and all that bullshit and I'm just like I don't know if that was a thing in the 80s for girls to still have that or if that was just something that they did in the movies because I was born in the '80s, but I don't remember them, so I have no idea. Couldn't tell you.
2: Tiger Beat magazines everywhere. You know, we
0: got it. Well, in Summer Party Master, I gotta give credit. The the girl did have a Playgirl magazine underneath her mattress, so there's that. So.
1: Well, the girl at the beginning, when she was throwing her Barbies out, right? So <laughs> her room was like that. Yeah. But oh, we always got to show some titty beforehand. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Oh my God! There is titties the in this movie. That,
0: there's a lot. The in this fact movie, that yeah.
1: Vicky is completely naked.
0: I think there was we Bush, right? Yeah, we're yeah. going to get to yeah. that part. Yeah. Both of
1: them the shower <laughs> scene. This is wow. the shower
0: scene, right? The shower scene was kind of similar to Carrie, but yeah, you get uh, as they say in Revenge there's where you got Bush. We got Bush. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, but that was horrifying. It's such a scary part for like I mean, I don't think this movie takes itself too seriously, but that part is really scary.
0: Yeah, that that is really scary. Yeah, there there's weird parts in it. the tone just kind of switches like like you're getting this kind of goofy kind of like campiness. And then all of a sudden, uh, her friend Kelly, she she's like in the art. Her hair looks like she stuck her fork in an electrical socket. But she's like this art student. And uh, she's making scarves and stuff. And then all of a you think there's gonna be some campy dialogue. And she's like, I need to talk to you. My boyfriend doesn't want to text back to me. Or no, call me back. <laughs> texting, what the hell is that? I am have texting. <laughs> My boyfriend's not answering me anymore. He left me with a surprise. I'm pregnant. I need to get an abortion. So it just goes really. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, the table's just turned.
2: Dude, that, uh, her, her death scene look. Did y'all remind me of the first 10 minutes of Suspiria? That's got, kind of like, you know, where she gets thrown out of the, uh. Oh, out of the
1: window mm-hmm. and then d- doesn't she get decapitated? Yeah. 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 Yeah,
2: I was like, oh, her, I was like, wow, this is scene. just like Suspiria." Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, so it's borrowing from Sis No, I'm just saying it's borrowing from Suspiria too and The Exorcist. So the, my thing is, is like, how is it doing that? just like you said, the tone, like it, it's taking itself seriously at this moment, and then it doesn't in the next. It's just strange.
0: I have a feeling yeah, the sorry. writer, like the like the person who's like, okay, we're making Prom Night 2 Can you do this? And uh, here's a stack of VHSs. Just watch that and write a script. <laughs> I feel like he was writing the script oh, while the a, movie was on in the background. he's like, need "Okay."
2: Your senior thesis to be a mishmash of every single horror, popular horror movie ever made up until this point.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> but this scene here, where um, so so basically, uh, Vicky goes down and opens up that chest that Mary Lou's uh, crown is in, and uh, her spirit's out; it's wreaking havoc. And uh, so this one scene, the art student girl. Is a saying like, oh, I don't know what to do. But he left me. So that gives a good reason. It's like, oh, well, maybe she might commit suicide, and there might be probable cause for that. And so what happens is, I, this is the, this is the scene I watched on the Spanish channel when I was a kid, <laughs> and I thought it was like a Spanish Evil Dead Two ripoff or something. Because this is the part where she's like, like everything's starting to come alive in the art room. Uh, you get the paper shredder cutter going up and down, and it's a, it's a toss off. I'm like, what happened? You didn't have the budget to get her decapitated. Like, I was, it was like a money shot. I'm like, oh, you didn't show it? And uh, they, they didn't. So you think she's going to get decapitated by this paper shredder. But no, Mary Lou, like, her ghost pulls up um, the scarf and dangles her from the, uh, from the ceiling. And then it throws her body out the window. So it makes her look like she committed suicide.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that if, if she had left her hanging, it probably would have been more, like, feeling like a suicide. But I, I get that the other chick was like, okay, she probably killed herself because she's knocked up which is kind of fucked up for a movie to kill a pregnant chick right at the it beginning. It is,
0: yeah. So that's a double body count. So oh, yeah. So just keeping track.
2: Yeah, let's take two there, right there.
0: Yeah. So
1: I think, yeah, so I think that maybe by making her very uh, alternative with the 80s hair and that she's a fuck-up anyways or just making her look like the non-traditional girl. It's like kind of burnout. For, yeah, made it easier for audiences to accept her death, right? Yeah. Which is kind of shitty.
0: Yeah, Nancy Reagan was fanning her pussy lips over
1: <laughs> Her donkey lips. Oh god, oh, that was so bad. They say Nancy so Reagan
2: was quite uh, popular around the LA scene and, uh, before.
1: <laughs> oh, that's right, because they were all celebrities, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So the the uh. rumor about Nancy Reagan was that she gave the best head in Hollywood.
0: Yeah, yeah, I heard that too. So smell my fingers. it yeah, might be something left. Yeah. From... Uh,
2: there was a, there was some I forgot. There was a nickname for I think around. Uh, this is all just hearsay. Who knows if any of it's true? Everybody's dead by this point. But it's funny to imagine Nancy Reagan just giving head to everybody in Hollywood.
0: Well, she did have a nice just,
2: head just of hair. Say so.
1: no. Just say no.
0: Yeah, just <laughs> say no. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but there better not be any drugs in here. <laughs>
0: yeah, see, Tipper, Tipper Gore is probably doing the same. She's like, "Okay, I need six penises in my head. I'm gonna. I need my uh, my, my mouthwash." <laughs> so. You
2: heard of this print spelling? <laughs> oh,
1: oh my god! I hate you guys.
0: No, I was talking about Tipper Gore, Nancy Reagan's. Yeah.
1: This is turning into a bitch. That's nasty episode. Um, and, and now I've got you over here messaging me about uh, Abercrombie or something. So I don't know what's happening. Did you tell her that we're recording?
0: Oh, uh, I think so. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm. I have all my windows and stuff closed. Look at this. I'm. I'm sweating. I, I'm. It's crazy in here. That's so. It's so hot right now where I'm at. Hot in this classroom. So, yeah, I think I told. I think I was just bitching to her. I'm like,
1: it's hot in here. Doug's just hot for teacher. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so uh
1: so yeah yeah and then uh basically what
0: what I realize is that uh you know Mary Lou's going after all of uh Vicky's friends and enemies too because she realizes that uh Craig is the son of uh Bill and Michael Ironside's character she wants to get revenge on so basically all the murders kind of go in to uh to scare Vicky enough to kind of make her weak enough to be possessed that's how I kind of saw it I'm like okay I mean that's just how every possession works you gotta weaken them and get them scared enough and it's like okay now I can possess you
2: yeah, there's got to yeah. be, you know, you got to lead up to it, I guess. And of course, when she finally does, and when she the 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 mirror scene in her room is really, really cool, where she kind of touches the water. And I guess it kind of looks like mercury. But then definitely the chalkboard scene later when oh, she finally the chalkboard does, yeah, scene.
0: yeah, the, that's
1: horrifying.
0: That is, yeah. Imagine getting sucked in your chalkboard. All that, you know, it's like, oh, well, Columbia, they probably love it because it looks like, oh, cocaine.
1: But but that scene, that scene was very reminiscent to A Nightmare on Elm Street, and so it was good it just reminded me because you know when Friday comes out of the wall so but when it's like dragging her around and everything some of i feel like some of it is a little bit of holes in the plot point when you talk about that because you assume that she's just taken her body over and taking her but you know we know that that's not the case that she's like sucked into this other realm
2: yeah right? yeah so. absolutely whenever I watch this movie, it kind of turns into, like, a sure, why not? You know, I'm mean like, okay, yeah, sure, why not? That's what happens. You know, she got possessed by falling into a water, water chalk thing? Yeah, sure, why not? That makes perfect sense for this movie. Oh, she comes out and went through a bullet hole in her chest? Sure, why not? You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, she comes out perfectly fine. Yeah, we see, we're jumping the gun. But, I mean, that makes total sense, because this movie, like, really jumps all over the place, too. But it, but it's fun with that. And uh so, so the whole thing with this, too, is, is Mary Lou's just kind of... uh be, she wants to get in vicky's body uh no pun intended well probably she was she's probably down with that she
1: had a good she had a nice body she did yeah was like, i was surprised it's <laughs> like, <laughs> she has like she's so mousy she has like an old yeah she's got like an old lady face but she had a good body so good for her
0: <laughs> yeah and i mean it was such a good body that her dad even was like oh i don't care if she makes out with me oh. so there becomes a, a a porn hub scene later on in this movie I didn't even I didn't even bat an eye to it, but I am sure when it first happened everyone's like, Oh god, the heathens but now it's just the main the the first video on Pornhub. no I yeah. Mean, I, I wonder if they use the uh,
2: the shaggy defense of just like it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Well,
0: it wasn't
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> she
0: led on to me. I don't know what it is. She's going around. Uh, there, there's some pretty cool, notable deaths in this movie too. Like I said, like the, the deaths are really cool. The, the um, the one where she gets sucked up into the chalkboard—that's a really cool effect. Another one is where with, with this girl that's in the in a locker.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: the locker scene—it's like a locker blood sandwich almost. So it reminded me a lot of uh, if you guys remember *Return to Sleepaway Camp*, uh, the bunk bed sandwich. So.
2: Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: But this one, yeah, Mary Lou uses her ghostly powers to crush this girl in a locker, and, like, the blood just kind of soups out the bottom.
1: I know, and that was sad, because I really liked her friend, and I liked the little romance she had with the nerdy guy, right? And it was kind of, like, disappointing. Like, and it was just very predatory, the way that whole scene played out. Like, she comes in there, and she's like, I'm sorry, and she kisses her. So they're like, oh. And then she just keeps, like, it's just god it's such a like visceral scene for such a stupid movie like to have this this kind of scene like you're sitting there like oh my god like it's so bad it's so bad
2: yeah yeah absolutely and then like when she like stalks her in the the locker room and she like hides in there i was like this is crazy and then she you know again she crumples the the locker room it's like this is
1: crazy and you know like i feel like the faculty took that scene because remember when Mary Beth is walking naked hope, yeah. through the lockers, and she's talking to Zeke at the end of the faculty, and she's naked, and she's going through the locker room like it was the same kind of feeling. So I, I they, they had to have taken that from this. No? Like, I don't know. I, I haven't read anything about it, but I, I would assume.
2: Yeah, Kevin Williamson, you're a ripoff artist. Yeah, you took it from <laughs>
0: They, they probably could rip off a lot of this stuff here because Prom Night 2 doesn't – it only has a DVD release. It doesn't even have like a legit Blu-ray release or anything. So I don't – yeah, it, it doesn't get the love it deserves. It's, it's weird because there's a lot of notable scenes in here. In fact, I'd say that some of the kill scenes and uh, stuff like that, that, like it's it's very memorable because I remember – like I said, I seen some of this as a kid on the TV and it, it stuck with me and I had no idea what the movie was. So – yeah, that locker scene, too. I remember seeing bits and pieces in that in Spanish. And, and she, I remember, too, when she gets crushed and says, Ay! In the Spanish.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh,
2: you watched that? I was on the Spanish
1: channel. the Spanish channel. Yeah, yeah. Ay!
2: So, <laughs> <laughs> just turned her into hamburger. It's just,
0: ay! Yeah, ay! So that's why I remember. I yeah, I, I'm glad I found it. And, you know, of all places, I watched it with a bunch of people.
2: I want to need you to find like a, a DVD rip of that from the Spanish channel from your childhood, and just like get a blue like VHS type of that because that just sounds hilarious.
0: Yeah, this uh, I'm trying looking on the DVD. It doesn't have Spanish audio; it's just Spanish subtitles. But yeah, there's I remember when she gets crazy, I and then the it, it it cut. I think the blood that oozes out. But no,
1: oh, it was like a pudding. It was fun.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah, this this movie really uh, it, it starts to show its its uh, its not not necessarily spoofing, but um, when it goes into the final scene, because we're gonna go into this, the the scene where the girl's like, oh, well, you know, I want to be the prom queen, and you know, can you do me any favor? She talks to this nerd. The the nerd is the guy that pops up in all the other prom night movies because his dad's the producer, so Paul Zaza, something like that. <laughs> 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 yeah yeah so he's like the producer's kid and and this one's kind of funny because it's like if i have my kid in a movie would you want him to get a blow job on camera like that's kind of how this one is i mean you don't see it on camera but he, he becomes like he's a funny nerd he's always throwing like quips and stuff but he's just becomes predatory i guess that's predatory right i mean harvey weinstein did the same sure.
2: thing yeah i mean you're, you're saying i'll do this for me but you have to do a blowjob. yeah that's that's kind of predatory and also he acts like a like it's like the 1st time. Like, he's ever gotten a blowjob or something he's like oh oh gosh it's like he's somebody's shooting him up with penicillin or something
0: yeah <laughs> he, he's like uh she's like she's like what's it gonna take for me to be the prom queen all i gotta do is start typing in the numbers and let me win uh i'll give you a hundred bucks you know my price and uh and then finally when she like when it gets close to like the prom uh, queen calling uh he, he just goes like oh this is so sudden this
1: is so sudden And that's the thing is that I don't know. It could be predatory, but I took it more as he only said that because he didn't think that she would do it. Right. So that makes
0: sense. Yeah, because that would make sense for him saying, oh, this is so sudden.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like, because I think that when it was happening, he was probably freaking out like, oh, I didn't expect her to do it. And the thing is, and that was another thing, too, because I liked his little relationship with the dead girl and the fact that like he didn't even like go looking for her you know kind of annoying me and then he had beers up in the fridge in the in the high school Like, how the fuck did he get those beers in there like I mean maybe this was like a thing of the 80s because I remember my parents telling us that they used to be allowed to smoke cigarettes at school and I'm like so, okay so they let you keep beer there too I don't yeah, know my high school <laughs> actually was
2: the last high school in the state to get rid of the smoking pit so what you would do was they would give you a letter and if, you're, if you were 16 years old they would sign a little release for you so you could smoke cigarettes in the smoker's pit all you had to do was be 16 years old to smoke in my high school. They got rid and of the it. Smokers pit. Yeah, they got rid of it when I was a sophomore in high school. Okay, that's how long they had this thing. You could smoke cigarettes at 16 at my high school. Not even kidding. This was 2004.
1: That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh my god were you in the
2: smoker's pit jason i was not they got rid of it before i turned 16 i would have been oh. yeah they got rid of it and i was like oh no i wanted to smoke cigarettes on that break at 10 o'clock in the afternoon like one of the big kids they gave
1: you a smoke <laughs> break
2: yeah, and like the, like teachers would like have to like hall duty you know which i'm sure you know about hall duty uh say what some teachers would have to go sit out there at, at the the smoker's pit and they would ask for your little permission slip and if you didn't have it you were in trouble you would get detention
1: Oh my so god! So you could just
0: bribe the adults with a cigarette. It's like, hey, I got a smoke for you. Don't don't write that don't write that slip. I got I got some smoke smart. Some and they were probably
2: just like, uh, no, these are menthols. I don't want that shit.
1: Yeah. Now they have the 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 cops come and raid classrooms randomly with the the drug dogs, and we all have to go out and they go through all the book bags. And like every time that happens, I'm thinking, God, I hope I don't have anything stupid in my bag. Like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I just got those edibles I left in my purse. Shit.
1: I know, right? No, I mean, not that. Like, it's like I always have, like, you know, like, usually I'll bring a little mini bottle in my purse, like, if we go out. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like Cameron Diaz. Do I have mini bottles left in my, in my bag?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's the way to go with it. But it's like, fuck, I got to deal with these kids again. I, and you know what? I I think I sent you that video with the one teacher. It's like, it's the last day of school, everyone. Sit down. I'm going to say how lot of you next year. Sit down if you don't want to sit down and watch this movie and be quiet i got a whole chapter i didn't even do yet
1: (laughs) 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 she she goes i'm gonna cut this movie on and there'll be no talking because i got a (laughs) whole i was why i I played it for the kids the last day of school last year i go this is your this is miss santiago everybody shut the hell up and they're all like you know know." (laughs) but it's true because they you know it's the last day of school
2: we can watch the worst gump or we can play Hangman. you get to choose one of these two things
1: Well, actually, I had to move classrooms, so I I gave all the kids uh, an item to carry, and we walked 10 minutes to the other side of campus, because that's how far they moved me. Oh, wow. (laughs) And I was like, all right, everybody grab a box. And I I put all my kids to work, and we all walked all my stuff over. And they're like, "Oh, you could take it yourself." Like, I go, "No, no, I'm putting the kids to work. I'm not fucking doing this." Like, are you kidding me? I'm not doing. It. Uh,
0: yeah, my brother does um, some extracurricular stuff, like at this uh, in, up in San Luis Obispo, and uh, all the kids are talking about Kahoot. Let's do Kahoot. And he's like, "What the fuck is Kahoot?" Oh, like,
1: I love Kahoot.
0: Yeah, we had no idea what that was. <laughs> and every like, it was it was like a a, a deer in headlights. Like, Kahoot. What the? Fuck? What is? Kahoot? Oh my god,
1: they get up on their fucking chairs. Screaming if they like don't hit it in time. Like it, it, Kahoot is like the biggest thing.
2: I've never like, even do... heard of this.
1: <laughs> so that was the first game, but like now they really love um, It. But Kahoot is basically like there's a there's a question on the screen, and they they could be on their laptops or their phones. I make the kids use their laptops, so they have the answer on their laptop. They're, they're all logged in, so the question comes on the screen with the four answers, and they have to hit the answer. So whoever hits it correctly and the quickest gets all the points right
2: gotcha.
1: so they're like top five and then it shows the rating every time and they, they'll they be screaming and sometimes the kids will come over and like hit somebody else's button and hit the wrong like they're so vicious like you put the kahoot in it's like fucking lord of the flies forget it oh my god it's the worst
0: <laughs> see that's when i would go if so, i was a teacher i'd go up to the kids and say you're in trouble actually i would have done the same thing
1: too so good stuff yeah, yeah. good for you yeah. honey it's every man for themselves
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. i have the conch now i have the conch now
0: uh, uh, yeah no seriously kids need to learn what the magic conch shell we've
2: is stolen piggy's eyeglasses we have stolen his eyeglasses <sighs>
0: <laughs> poor, piggy. Yeah,
1: poor piggy Fuck piggy.
0: uh speaking of piggy <laughs> um so this movie oh, yeah, yeah we where do we leave off on on the blowjob so so the yeah. nerd the nerd uh basically propositions her and uh she pulls out which I, I've never seen before, but it was like a spray like to yeah, spray your mouth.
2: Yeah, banaka. It's like a always just like a like mouthwash. Yeah. It, yeah. It's
1: like that's the thing. If she would have done it beforehand, she probably would probably would've burned his dick.
2: Yeah. Right? Like wouldn't yeah.
1: that stung?
0: Well he wouldn't have known, he never had a blowjob before. Well, that's true. But
2: it's still it's very <laughs> sensitive down there, as you know, Doug. And uh I feel like the menthol would, would probably uh, excite something down there and then it would be on fire, you know?
1: W- women's mouths just burn my dick, what? That would have been a great way for the, the church to like say, jobs are bad, like look what happened. Uh, I'm sure
2: they've tried it at some point.
0: Well, there's a director's <laughs> cut of this version here where she uses hot sauce accidentally and she has like, he's like screaming and like she has snot coming out of her nose and she's like sucking and she's like eating her own, sl- that's going into Pornhub territory again,
2: this reminds me of that Drake condom thing. Did y'all remember that story last year? No. Where he hooked up with he he hooked up with some Instagram mom. Oh,
1: he would put the hot sauce in the oh in the,
2: in the used condom, and she went to the bathroom. She fished out the used condom, and then uh, she, little did she know that there was hot sauce in there along with uh, the the remnants of his lovemaking. And uh,
0: <laughs> did did he put hot sauce in there because it was like spermicide or something? Yeah, and then she tried
2: to sue him because of uh, like a because she caused him to be injured even though she put. The hot sauce inside of her vagina because she was trying to trap Drake.
1: No,
0: she wants a Knoxville nine so much. I mean, they have condoms for that. So
2: hey, man, that
1: burns. That burns. I,
2: I like, would assume that. so. I would. I you know, I don't have a vagina, but I have, I have had icy hot on my my tender bits, and that's not fun at all.
1: So let's get to the end of the movie because the end of the movie, the climax of the film, is actually. Pretty great. I mean, it's very Carrie reminiscent. I don't know what you guys thought of that. Yeah, it's the,
0: it's the poster of the movie. So this is very Carrie. And uh, yeah, so basically, uh, Mary Lou, I don't know, like, what kind of ghost is Mary Lou? Is she a poltergeist? She's going through the computer and it's like, it's like no one's gonna, she basically types to the nerds like, oh, really? You're trying to uh, fuck me over? Well, I'll fuck you. And she goes and electrocutes him and he gets like, uh, basically scanners and his eyeballs like, uh, like, it's like a fake electricity shot. But he's like bleeding from his eyes and stuff. It's a really cool kill. Um, yeah, and so and so, uh, so Vicky, who is possessed by Mary Lou, is on the stage ready to receive her crown.
1: Oh, 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 oh! When when she does, when the girl who did the blowjob doesn't get it, and somebody says, "Oh, what's her name?"
0: Oh, you really blew it, didn't you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh! Yeah. But
0: before that too, yeah, like her her boyfriend that she's with is like, "Man, your breath smells really good." What? What? what?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But mouthwash this, like. they, went,
2: they went straight porkies on it out right there for a brief minute. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm with it. I'm with it. 80s teen comedies can be a little problematic from time to time. But I'm, I'm totally with this part right here. This is great. <laughs> it
1: was so funny. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I thought and it was hilarious. She's just scaring daggers <laughs>
2: at him. She's like, if you only knew.
0: But then Michael Ironside just kind of comes in here after he realizes, like, holy fuck, Mary Lou's possessed uh, this girl. Um, and she's trying to, you know, she's going to tell my secret. I feel like that's what it really was. It's like, I don't really give a fuck that – you know, this, this possessed girl is dating my son. I'm more concerned that she's going to get me in trouble and get me in jail for admitting that I killed her. Um, but Michael Ironson just kind of busts into the fucking prom and starts popping a Glock on her ass.
2: Like Frank from <laughs> It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, he's just starting shooting the whole place up. Yeah, he's like, all
0: right, I'm not even going to sit. Just, just start shooting the prom queen. And so, uh,
1: yeah, and everybody just stood there. Like, what is that? Like, oh, well, you shot the prom
0: queen. How dare you? You know. I guess
2: they like, weren't used to school shootings yet. This was eighty-seven.
0: Yeah, this was. That's this was true. <laughs> like, yeah. Like that scene wouldn't fly today. I'm like, holy! You can't bring a. You can't shoot a scene
1: like that. And
2: they're all Canadian too, so they still don't know what school shootings are. So, no, like, they they're very. Do, they're a very
0: docile breed up there.
1: I guess so. How dare they? Yeah,
0: <laughs> but Vicky's torn to shreds up on the stage, and she falls down, and uh, that's when Mary Lou basically pulls herself out of Vicky's body and Vicky's stomach is like it's like con- convulsing and stuff but it's a really cool effect shot where Mary Lou comes out and she looks like a zombie from like the video dead if you remember that I'm, movie I do remember that movie yeah.
2: I want to say it here this scene is cooler than uh, Freddy coming out in Nightmare on Elm Street 2 remember when he comes out of a uh, Oh yeah it was Mark pans body. Uh, yeah, yeah yeah I like this better than that scene Now, I'm not a big Nightmare on Elm Street 2 fan it's you know it's got its people or not it's people that sounds weird it has its fans uh, and I get it, but I'm not a big fan of that movie. It's just kind of like meh. Um, but yeah, I like that. I like this scene better than that uh, Jesse Friday uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movie.
0: Yeah, I, I like this. Too. I think what makes it fun is that you get the reaction of everybody, and then you also get like the very fucking '80s, like neon lights, like kind of sparking, and everything's going up on fire. So very Carrie, and uh, she finally comes out, and she just looks creepy as fuck. I remember the VH when I saw the VHS of this. That picture of her with, like, the fake eyeballs kind of looking, uh, that's on the spine of the tape, and I remember that always, like, kind of creeping me out as a kid. But, uh, yeah, so she comes out, and uh, she's killing everybody, so the one girl that that gives the nerd a blowjob, she gets killed by a neon sign in her stomach. So, hey, you know, if you're going to die in the 80s, might as well die in the best 80s fashion style.
2: It kinda reminded me of Blood Diner too, even um, you know, at the end where uh, the the goddess is coming out with stuff out of her chest. Oh, it kinda exactly. reminded me of that, too. Yeah, it,
0: yeah. It, the music and everything like that too. Very very sheetar, so yeah, when she is yeah, killing that's, everyone yeah. in Blood Diner, yeah. And you get the same style effects too, but yeah, shit just kinda hits the fan, she locks the doors, everyone's getting killed in the school. And Mary Lou's back and somehow uh, Vicky's just there. Like I I don't know what I, like, I guess is that how possession works? I felt like it was kind of like evil. The Evil Dead remake. Remember when Mia's like all chopped up and cut up, and her tongue's cut up. But when she gets unpossessed, like she's back to normal again.
2: Yeah, you know. Again, this is like I was saying. Like this is a sure. Why not? I'm a, fine. I'm with it at this point. I mean, we just saw the the ghost like gripper arm out of a, a bullet hole. I was like, okay, whatever movie you got me. I'm here this long. It's fine.
1: Well, <laughs> we also get that in The Lost Boys, right? Because remember, after David's killed, when he goes to look at David. Or Kiefer Sutherland, again, he doesn't look like he did when he was a vampire. Like, he looks, like, very innocent and just, like, a baby face kind of thing. Sure. So, I guess you just kind of revert back to what you looked like before you were taken over kind of thing. Yeah. But remember, Vicky doesn't come back right. Like, she comes back through the, the suitcase
0: she comes back through like the the weird portal of herself right yeah the suit the suitcase yeah yeah Yeah, so everything was trapped in that so no one goes down to clean the basement where that suitcase was or wherever it was the (laughs) attic i don't remember
2: i guess it was in the basement too but i guess they were like this might be a crime scene they should probably do something with this well (laughs) well, see
0: i remember vividly they go downstairs and they go upstairs so it's like the downstairs leads to the upstairs what the fuck to get to this Yeah.
1: yeah Yeah, because they put the chest up in the, the art room, right? Yeah. Like, they moved it out of the basement because that's how the one chick found it. And then she was fucking with the crown and that's why she died, right? Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. Because it's awesome. Mary Lou came out of the crown.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so the the crown is everything. Like I said, the crown is kind of like Mary Lou's genie bottle in this. And, and you know, it, Mary Lou is sexually promiscuous and is... is uh, Progressive and open-minded as she is, and like really, you do all this stuff, and you go and you fuck priests and stuff like that, and you're 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 going around like, uh, oh, I'm gonna take this person home, but you're concerned about a fucking plastic dollar store crown. Seriously, yeah, that wasn't It was well, that's symbolic. You no know
1: man wrote this.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. You get this. So so this was like pretty like even a, a man wrote this, but I feel like Mary Lou is just. I feel like she's like the the hero of this movie to be honest. Because she got burnt, and she's getting revenge on fucking Michael Ironside. Michael Ironside was a douchebag in this. Like, he just, you, you don't say that you didn't cause a, this accident to happen? I don't know. I feel like that, but, uh, it, no, my crown! My plastic $2 crown! Give it to me! I'm in purgatory, please! Seriously? How old are you, Mary? No fucking wings. No fucking wings. No fucking wings. Like, the heaven and hell doesn't exist. You know what the worst part is? I didn't get any fucking wings.
1: You know, it's quintessential type 80s I guess schlock and I like that they incorporated the 50s jargon with that because if we think about it now the 50s were to the 80s what the 80s is for us
0: yeah right? yeah yeah. basically we're in that, that time uh, loop again but, but I guess yeah. like at the end of it Mary Lou I, it would never ever ever happen um, because it's not that popular of a thing but for Dead by Daylight I know I bring that up a lot but Mary Lou would be an awesome killer for that game just because she could kind of go around and possess people, and then like when people are hiding in lockers, because in that game like the people can hide in lockers, and one of your powers is like going there, and crushing them inside the locker if you know they're hiding in there. So there you oh, go.
1: that would be fun.
0: Yeah. So you developers for Dead by Daylight, add Mary Lou Maloney in there. So do it. It's like yeah. it's like what am I going to do? Crush you in a? Am I going to crush you in a locker or give you a blowjob? So.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it was cute. They had the little Nightmare on Elm Street type ending with it as well. Yeah, yeah they yeah.
0: get in the car, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, so that's the whole thing. You think they're all safe, but uh, Michael Ironside is possessed. And did you notice Michael Ironside's uh, eyes are Mary Lou's eyes? They're, like, blue? Oh, no, I didn't yeah. notice that. Yeah, no,
2: but that makes total sense, yeah. yeah.
0: And then uh, what did her license plate say? It said something like... Uh, see you later alligator or something i don't remember what it said but it was something
1: oh shit yeah it was later is
2: it l8 r g8 later gator later yeah because
0: yeah. that was yeah. her catchphrase of the movie so
1: see you later alligator and that's how they knew like her friends knew they're like there's something wrong with her but the boyfriend didn't care you know because he was still getting laid so
2: she kept saying Which wop blop do bop, 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 bop yeah yeah bop
0: bop do bop bop yeah. bop
1: that and
2: then she crushed the locker. Yeah, yeah. And when the principal, in like the flashback scene, when the principal's like, that rock and roll trash, it won't last.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, that Elvis Presley? Ugh, that's going to die out soon. Like, what the
2: Chuck Berry? I don't understand these kids.
0: Yeah, well, that's okay. Those are those old racist boomers anyway. Look what they're doing now. They're s- laughing in their grave. No, that was
2: the greatest generation there.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess they're not bad. The boomers are the worst ones, I think. Uh, yeah. You know, you know.
1: The boomers would have been Mary Lou. Bo- Mary Lou would be a boomer.
0: Probably. Yeah. Right? yeah. Mary Lou's yeah. a cool boomer. I don't know. I don't know.
1: But yeah, she was great. Loved her.
0: Yeah, Mary Lou <laughs> seems like the kind of girl I would have dated back in high school, to be honest. So, yeah. like, <laughs> like, honestly, like that's what I would. Do. I'm like, Mary Lou, you're awesome. Yeah, hey, you want to be in my movie? I'm doing I'm Like for ten bucks. So. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, that's, like, how it would always go down.
1: <laughs> you want to be my movie? I got, like, Hoffman in
0: it. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, I was like, yeah. that's. But, no, Mary Lou would be someone I would love to, like, hang out with at the end of the day. I was like, yeah, you may be a killer ghost. De- definitely there should be more love for Mary Lou because par- Prom Night 3, it's not the same actress, but it's Mary Lou again. And yeah. uh, she's fun in that movie. She just kind of, like, uh, she just becomes kind of cuck and she, like wants this guy. It's the last kiss. So she's like, I don't know. I feel like she's not as good as she was in prom night Two, or as evil. So. Yeah.
2: And she's kind of like doing the whole, like, Oh, I'm did. Did I just kill your friend? I'm sorry. Yeah. Don't I'm you sorry. Love me though. Yeah. She's
0: yeah. like, I did bunny. like she always does those little things. Like, Oh poo-poo-poo. yeah. Yeah. She's like, and oh. then he's like, you just killed my friend. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's fucking the hallway. Exactly. And then he, yeah. then he forgets all about it. So yeah. Yeah. Um
2: So where does where does Mary Lou land at in the I guess the pantheon of the female slashers? I, there's not that many of them really. I mean, there's like Tiffany Ooh. from Chucky from Child's Play. Um, there's Carrie. Carrie. I think she's
1: supposed to emulate Carrie in sure. some way. Yeah. And then
2: I go. She would think. I guess the the first urban legend movie, you know, it was a, a woman female Rebecca killer. Rebecca that gay heart. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, there's Nurse. There's. Um, Jennifer's body. I'm trying to you think get of, like, from the 80s.
0: Angela from Sleepaway Camp 2 and 3.
1: Yeah. Angela, yeah, curtains. Cartons, the, the
2: killer in cartons behind mm-hmm. me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just, I think that she's probably... She's up oh, there. Oh, well, we have Reagan. Would Reagan count now, I
0: guess? Nah. Yeah, she wasn't really a killer. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Have you guys watched Pearl yet?
1: No, I've been wanting to see it. Did you
0: see I have it? not seen it yet, but I feel like um, just seeing it, like, from the trailers, I feel like Mary Lou would kind of be, like, pearl but I, but I haven't seen Pearl, so I don't know. All I know is her old, the the old bitch. So.
1: Yeah. Did you see X? I did. I loved X. Okay. Yeah, I loved it too, and so I'm really excited for Pearl. Uh, Cam, Cam, our Patreon member, actually just saw it. She said she really liked it. I I've been reading mixed nice reviews because I've been ra- reading. Some people said that it's not worth the watch, and I'm like, I don't know because I kind of want to see that because Maxine, which is Mia Wasikowska's character from x Mm -hmm. that's her this is Mm -hmm. part three right so and then set in the 80s you know and it's max xxx yeah Yeah, (laughs) in the
0: 80s with a very like vhs looking vibe to it so
1: (laughs) so i'm i'm excited for that so i i don't know i think that pearl would be a great addition to that i'm just trying to think like there's other tiffany is great but there are other great like i really love nurse nurse
2: i never I remember when you it came out, it was it. pretty big. But I never saw that. Oh, I guess American Mary wasn't that one.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. American Mary would be a really good one, too, but she's not really. She's like the Peter Pan of killers. Like, she's she's killing people who deserve it. So I don't know mm-hmm. if it's like a slasher type. Yeah, so, I don't know. Well, when I Extreme watch this, two has
2: a female killer.
1: It
0: it does, yeah. Roseanne's yeah. sister, yeah. But no, I I feel like yeah. for me, like for '80s, like I Aunt feel like Jackie, Aunt, yeah, Aunt Jackie, Jackie, yeah. <laughs> that's my son. <laughs> like, like her eyes <laughs> like <laughs> Uncle Fisher. What her is eyes Aunt are Jackie,
2: huge you know, in does, that movie. Does, does Uncle Fisher know what you're doing right now, Aunt Jackie?
1: <laughs> oh my, God. oh my God, Jason, that's terrible. <laughs>
0: Oh my god! I, you know, and no one's gonna know what we're talking about because nobody fucking watches Roseanne, right? Oh, I, I, I love Roseanne. Not anymore. I I like <laughs> I mean, the old Roseanne. So.
1: I know the old ones were so good. Oh my well, god! Well, the thing is, I, anyway. st-
0: I stopped watching the like I, I I don't watch newer shows as much as I do. Like I, when I watch the Connors, um, I'm like, what the fuck? Like this is so, is this a like comedy or is this like depressing? Like like everyone's talking about like this person's dying or this person has cancer, this person had an abortion. I'm like. Why is this show so depressing?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, it starts to get serious. And in Roseanne, I, well, why are we talking about Roseanne? We're at a minute and twelve seconds. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll do a special slashers podcast, Roseanne special, because I know that Doug loves that. And I Talk do about love about that those Halloween. Too.
2: Those Halloween episodes are pretty great. <laughs> the oh, Halloween yeah.
1: episode. Well, my God, we should do an entire episode about that for October. How yeah, fun would that be? That'd be fun. Yeah. Let me know at. <laughs> a/ pod at gmail.com <laughs> or on the Instagram, please, because I don't know who's checking what anymore. So
0: <laughs> Yeah, there's been an influx of dick pics after the last episode, so just be careful. I
1: guess. Uh, well, they all went to Jake, thankfully, so I don't have any dick pics, yay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's okay. All right. Well, uh yeah, I guess we got some things to plug here. Jason, did you have anything you wanted to plug for the show today?
2: Slashers Patreon, which is uh, patreon.com slash slasherspod. Help us out a little bit. Um, we've got several tiers for you some goodies for everyone to hear if you would like but that's pretty much it for
0: for me i don't know yeah so buy some swag and then uh check out damn that's scary as well uh they've been doing some good episodes there and uh and greg and micah from damn that's scary are also making a cameo well a voice cameo in uh trash juice so we got them wrangled in too i won't tell you what they're doing but uh, it involves bath water uh but yeah and then we also have a b movie tv on roku go ahead and check that out halloween or october's coming up so we have I just filmed a bunch of new episodes. You hire a film, some Jake's going to film some, um, but everything on B movie TV in October is horror related. And there's some deep cuts, uh, that we're hosting. Uh, I guess one movie I could say is beasties. Uh, that's, that's a spoiler. Cause that's gonna be like the first one, but if you ever seen the movie beasties, we're going into some real deep cut shit movies that you've never even heard of. Uh, so there's that. And then we also got trash juice. So October 12th at the Terrace cinemas. Hey, if you go there, you'll be able to see the movie and then you'll be able to meet, uh, aid mikey jake you know me i'll be there the people from b movie tv mike is going to be there too
2: where can you get tickets for this
0: you can go to a lividmedia.org it's i don't know the exact link for that but it's through the terra cinemas it's on the facebook page so if you guys have facebook go ahead and go to um like father like daughter and trash juice uh double feature screening night so yeah there's two movies playing like father like daughter and trash juice so, yeah, you'll be able to meet us all there. I don't know if we'll be drunk or not.
1: Jake I, or not. I will not. I'm going to be drunk. Adrian, Jake be. Yeah, Jake Adrian will <laughs> be drinking
2: for her <laughs> and Jake just to make sure to even everything out.
1: Yeah, exactly. So we're going to be like yin and yang. Yeah. So the mom and dad of the podcast will be like, uh, what was it? It's that semi-show. The mom was always drunk. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> was always Jake, drunk. Jake
0: will be, Jake will, and I think I'm going to drive because I'm going to drive us all there. She but she even named her kitty. dog shot. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to turn this car around right now if everyone's not quiet. So
1: <laughs> I know. We should just make Jake drive. Like we know he's not drinking. Like come on.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't. I um. I don't know if I'm going to drink because I'm just going to be so ang- anxious and nervous. Like you know, that's how it is. Like when you f- first show, like because this is for a lot of people the first time they're seeing this cut. I've watched this thing probably about like 30 sometimes just because I've had to edit it over and over and over again. So we're almost there. By the time this episode comes out, it'll be done, though. <laughs> but you guys all did a good job. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jason, you're in the movie, too. Yeah, I'm in it. Yeah. You won't see me, but I'm in it. You're in it, yeah. It's all all surprises, so we'll have to wait until screening night. All right, well, it looks like it's the end of our episode. Mary Lou really did take an hour and 23 minutes of our time here, but that's fine because she deserves it.
1: Oh, I was just going to say, don't forget, patreon.com slash slasherspod or Rebel. Redbubble.com if you want to support us monetarily. And Doug, take us out. Well,
0: we'll need the money definitely because we got a big budget on the Mimosa counts when you guys come. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. Just uh, find me with my own bottle. Yeah, well,
0: that's okay. No, we'll, we'll find you some good places. But anyway, that's our show for today. Hope you guys enjoy. And remember, go out and watch a good, fucked up, uh, crazy, uh, hidden horror movie. Uh, Because that's the best way to do it, so you don't have to go see these fucking Avengers movies over and over again. Anyway, this is Doug signing out, and I just want to tell you goodbye and good die.